Welcome to the Being and Dean podcast. This is episode 11 where we will recap week 13 and talk about week 14 coming up. Um, voice is a little scratchy. My apologies. Me too, a little. I uh, went down to Indianapolis and watched Michigan um, boringly beat the Iowa Hawkeyes, and I was screaming um, because I was in pain at how bad both offenses were. So my voice is still recovering for that. Well, hats off to you. I would not be able to drive four hours to watch something where I already know the outcome. Uh, yeah. It's like rewatching Dances with Wolves or something oh, like that. Uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's a good movie, but I don't think I need to see it again. Understand. Uh, news and notes, and uh, we'll kind of talk about what's going on. Some news. Uh, several teams have secured their playoff spots, and several teams are out. So currently right now, we have in the Lombardi, Trash has conquered the division again. Do you have any thoughts on him boasting on Twitter about winning the Lombardi for like the seventh or eighth time in a row? I think it's fine. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it's not like he's going to be upset about it. No, but is he going to give context to why he won, why he wins this division all the time? He just outsmarts the rest of his teams. I don't. What do you mean? I'm saying I don't understand what you're trying to say. The division isn't a good division. That was my point. Oh, and so well, listen, the Knoll's the, not a good division, and I can't win it. But so what am I going to do? Throw stones at him? Yeah. Yes, you should. Why? Because you need to. Anyway, <laughs> his ego is out of control with this. As well as, let's just make note. He mentioned yesterday that he has never had a DJ violation, and that is an absolute. False. Statement. I saw that you corrected him on that. 2014. In oh my August, goodness! You went back and found it. Ingrained in my mind, he messed it up and he had to have a, a draft pick taken away. It was one of the greatest moments in GFO history. Hey, listeners, I don't. Do you think that the Bean needs to get back on top of things with how he was? Remember, he was doing the history of I the was, GFO and was. keeping all this stuff. It would be like a nice bathroom reading material type <laughs> stuff. I think he needs to. Uh, Get that going again. I think you probably stopped a year or two ago. Uh, I try. It was a little bit before that, but yeah. I mean, I'll see what I can do. Maybe if uh, I get some time this off season. Um, anyway, but teams that are uh, out, teams that are eliminated from the Lombardi, just big dogs right now. Gorilla has, they say, according to ESPN, an eighty-three percent chance of making it. And new guy, shockingly new guy at six and seven, has a chance to make it. Now, albeit a little in the Shula. So Both. something has to happen in the Barty and in the Shula for this, I'm assuming. Correct. So. When the Shula, Nips, and Bean have secured their spots in the playoffs, Show has a 79% chance and Nappy has a 22% chance. Seems like Nappy's probably out of this one. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I, I think a lot of factors did, have to happen. I don't there. know if the Show did a playoff prospectus We or have not. a punishment one. Yeah, but that one was pretty simple and yeah. cut and dry. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But with the playoff one, I probably wouldn't have read it anyway, just because it's discouraging. But I really like when he does stuff Oh, like I love that. those. Um, anyway, in the Knoll Division, Toilet is for sure in. Macho has 11% chance uh, sitting at 6 and 7, but the Dean and the Soldier have both officially been eliminated. So, I feel like we need like a boo button for times like this. <laughs> we should. The other news and note, big win for the Dean. Very, very big win for you as that potentially pulls you out of, or it does pull you out of the punishment race for at least one week or at least the punishment spot. Yes. I'm not a lock, not a lock, but we'll get to that when we get to our takeaways. And then the last thing I, uh, for the news and notes, this is the last week of the regular season. 
do you feel like the fantasy football season just flies by? Yeah, and it's over for me. It is. I it mean, is I know I'll fill, I got to fill out a lineup and stuff. And that kind of brings me, and I brought it up, I think I brought it up at the last annual. I'd be in favor. I don't know how this would go down, but having the punishment race continue through the playoffs. Oh, man, that would be Whether, great. like, the last two team plays, like, for this year, mm-hmm. it'd be like maybe Soldier and I would go head-to-head three weeks in a row. Here's the thing. I think that. I don't mind the idea. The problem I see happening is, is then you're going to have less selling, which maybe is a good thing because you wouldn't sell. Yeah. Some people complain that people are selling. That's what I'm saying. You might not have as much trades at the end yeah. because you want to keep your players. Or even if there was like four teams in the running, mm-hmm. you know, some type of round robin and just, you know, give them something to give us something to play for. My guess is that at, at this point end. in time, after 14 weeks of losing, a lot of these people are pretty much ready to be done. My guess is that the team that comes in last place would be in favor of this. (laughs) All right, your week 14 recap. Um, I went three and three. You also went three and three. I would like to make note that I did do the reverse jinx on Nappy and like was cheering for him, bought jerseys, face painted, and it worked. It worked. My The mumbo jumbo, mambo, whatever they're calling it, it worked. It was awesome. Yeah, and my I don't team's know. 161 I, points. Okay, so I yeah, so you're saying that Nappy lost because of the jinx, and yes. not because your team went crazy. Nope, it was the <laughs> jinx, and I will go to my grave with that. Oh. And you also did the reverse jinx for you, and you picked Soldier. I did do that, and it, I guess it worked. It did work. I'm telling so, you, this week, I'm, I think throughout the playoffs, I'm going to be buying T-shirts. We got to talk about the soldier here. For we just, are, for, are you just going to jump into this right oh, now? Again, if you go would for like. it right now. All right. So, top takeaways: um, your matchup with Soldier was an interesting one. Throughout the game, multiple players were going out for him. Kenny Pickett for you, Tank Dell, and then all of a sudden you had um, somebody else got hurt. Lawrence got hurt. Robinson got hurt. And Lawrence got hurt. Ryan Robinson. It was amazing. And then when I looked at the score, I kept noticing that it seemed as if Soldier had one less person that was going to be playing. Like I said, left to like play. Like you have nine spots. Yes. And, and so I looked at it a little bit closer, and I realized that your plan to block him from getting a defense worked, but he still had a defense that he could have played. Sort of. He did pick up the last remaining defense, being the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And I think there's only one of three things that I can think of. Either A, he chose not to play them for fear of getting negative Mm -hmm. points. B, he forgot. Or C, he did do the thing, because I've done this before, made a lineup change. If you do it on your phone and you make a lineup change, you have to hit the save button. If it's on the computer, I don't think you have to hit save. save. So he could have done that and just kind of exited out. So it was either... An accident, some way or another, or it was intentional. I think it's intentional. I it's, think he was fearful of losing to the bean because of getting a negative on his defense. Losing to the dean. What did I say? Bean? You said bean. Oh. Anyway. No wonder people get us confused. <laughs> the I, I think it was on purpose, too. It seems like it was. But that's super risky because that could cost you the win. Like, it could... Cost you a loss. Could but, save you. The, some, well, who was it did it last year? Somebody did it on purpose last uh, year. I but feel it, like it was macho. It was the end of the week, and it was literally the only yeah. – so you already knew. Mm-hmm. He knew ahead of time, the only way I can lose is if my defense gets a negative. And so, it was like a game that, like, they could get a negative. Yeah, it was yeah. a smart move. Yeah. So Cowardly, but smart. 
So I looked at this and said, man, you're risking it. Obviously, you could get the win, but you could also get the loss. Um, the Cardinals were playing his Steelers. Do you think that was a factor? It could have been. It could have been. It's hard to. But the Steelers can't. Their offense is bad. It's not, it's not like they're going to run anybody off the wow. field. Um, I thought it was interesting, though. But anyway, he did not fill it out. So that brings up the question that the commission mentioned, or not even a question, I guess. This is a lineup incompetence, and as a result, this is a $2 penalty. So not only does he get a really big step closer to the punishment with that loss, but it also gets a cap hit on him. Yeah, we got to be careful not to be too hard on him here because he can't defend himself. We don't, well, he can't defend himself, and we don't need another person quitting because they know the punishment or something no, like that. we don't that. need that. Um, so the next thing I have as far as a takeaway was Show's plan – genius plan to block nips from getting a quarterback worked and he did end up beating him now it doesn't seem like the quarterback probably would have scored what he needed to recover from this loss to nips or a show sorry let me fix that words are tough sometimes they are it was probably not enough to change the game itself with the quarterbacks that were available that he probably could have received on the waiver wire that said it's still kind of embarrassing for you to you know, throw out Mac Jones and get zero points. Yeah, the and point you, you know what? Was even though it may not 26. have made a made not. Yeah, he wouldn't have got twenty six no matter what. But you don't know that going in. You don't. You hedge your bets. Yep. So, so another kind of a interesting thing, but it did work. I'm guessing that Nips was probably really upset every time that he went to the waivers and realized that he couldn't. But lesson being learned: don't blow all your you know free agent budget in week four or whatever he did. Even if it didn't matter. It probably brought show some joy oh. just knowing that Nips was upset. Yes, I can concur with that. I'm guessing. The next takeaway I have is the vast amount of injuries, particularly in the quarterback position in the NFL, is ridiculous. Uh, the amount of quarterbacks that are being uh, thrown out there that are second and third string guys, it's a bad product. I don't really know why people are getting hurt more. Are the guys more physical? Is the game faster? I think they're wusses. Because the more they try to protect the quarterbacks, you still get the injuries. It's yeah. football. Yeah. You know, and you get so sick and tired of these guys just flopping and, you know, they get touched and they're like, ah, I need yeah. a flag. Yeah. And it's clearly not work, working like they want it, it does to seem work. Like, yeah, it does. I, I, don't, I just don't remember this many quarterbacks being hurt at this stage of the game. I understand, but it feels like for the fantasy football playoffs, Whoever has like the deepest lineup at this point in time might win. Like it's just one of those things where you just have yeah. to have the most amount of people. Like the healthy. whole quarterbacks aren't important. Backups might be important. Yeah. To get two, two, maybe even three decent quarterbacks. But all I am saying with that is it's not based on the rules. The rule, the NFL is trying hard to protect the quarterbacks. It's and not working. People still get hurt. And I don't want them to make up more rules because of it. Matter of fact, I wish that when you fake that whole flop thing, mm -hmm. I think that should be a personal foul. I don't know how you can just. I it. don't think you can do it. Yeah. I just wish it was. Yeah. What is your top takeaway? Uh, the eagle, the Eagles. And then you added something, I think. I did. Uh, but yeah, the Eagles just, it was disappointing. They lost big game. Um, now they're all the hey, way. Let's just say this. They didn't just lose. They got crushed. They got crushed. Thank in you. a big, important game. At they're, home. They're knocked all the way down to first place. Yes. So that's kind of disappointing. Um, I do think that the – I think San Francisco is going to win out. I think the Eagles are going to lose again this week to Dallas. Ooh. They're going to get the curse of the, of the whole 
tend, you know, they're really, the schedule makers did not do them any favors. Not that they need to. No. But they were quite disrespectful to the (laughs) Eagles, I think, to continue to give teams 10 days rest to go up and face them. I do, and Dallas is good, probably better than the Eagles, and they're going into Dallas. I think San Fran will win out. I think Dallas will win out. The Eagles will hold the tiebreaker with Dallas because of divisional. Okay. They do not hold the tiebreaker, obviously, with San Francisco. So this that game may one. have been the biggest game of yeah. the year for them in hindsight. San Francisco, though, they this was their game. Like from last yeah. February, this well, is the game they were looking forward to all year long. And it's hard to blame them. And you could tell. I mean, it was hard to blame them because, again, they felt like, you know, they had a quarterback that got hurt and it was the quarterback that they hurt themselves. Well, they didn't protect him. They didn't protect him, but they wanted to make sure that they were saying, like, we would have beat you had we had this guy there is how they're looking at it. But again, Shanahan's offense is amazing, but his offense is built around not protecting your quarterback. Yeah. Like they have people they don't. Yeah. Quick throws, but also just trying to block edge rusher edge rushers with tight ends. Because that's part of your plan because you're, you're shifting your offensive lineman to some other spot or some other blocking scheme. Mm. I mean, it's going to happen. You, if you choose to not protect your quarterback, you're going to be without a quarterback once in a while. The note that I made is this whole uh, Dre Greenlaw versus your security guard and them getting thrown out. Oh, big Dom. That was the dumbest thing of all time. Both of those guys should not have been thrown out. Just move on. Yeah. I don't understand what they were doing. Yeah. Like Dom needs to stay out of that and Greenlaw's an idiot. Like doing all he, well, I feel like he regularly gets in these type of situations. Yeah, they, I saw a thing where it's like he's kind how of, many times he's yes. been ejected and, and personal or he should fouls. Be. I completely agree, but my point is just move on. Like that was just ridiculous. And if anything, I, it, it was supposed to fire up the Eagles. I think it fired up the the Niners more than anything. So, yeah, it might be, and that's fine. I don't think it was supposed to fire up anybody. Well, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think when, they're like, hey, let's kick this guy out and we'll get I'm him not all fired. Like up. You're at home, your crowd's like, Dom, yeah, wait for sticking up for us. And then I don't think it worked. It didn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think, though, Greenall, I don't think anybody had been kicked out if he didn't hit somebody in the face. Like, I if you know, hit a player, if you really hit Don't him. you get kicked out, or is it just personal foul uh, if you depends. swing at somebody? Yeah. It was he, weird because he kind of, like, reached and yeah. then pointed. It was weird. Played with his lips or yeah, something. It was, it, was, it was weird. But once they, since they can and are expected to yeah. review it, they almost had to kick him out. Yeah, I don't know. And I think it was probably the right thing then to kick out Dom as yeah. well. Because they should just it, let him fight. It's yeah, that would be fun. It's uh, it's interesting though because kind of I'm the gist I get because he's head of security or something like that is that if you're in, involved in security, your whole mindset is to de-escalate things Anything, and yeah. get in between problems. And so he's maybe that's just a natural thing for him. But uh, again, I, I guess he could have got in between and, and kind of pushed the Eagle guy away. Yeah. But he just, uh, I don't know. I mean, we've all been in those situations. I mean, this school is just violent all the time. And when kids start r- roughing around with each other, yep. our instinct is to step in and de-escalate it. Broke or, up a, or broke get up them a, going more. <laughs> yeah, broke up a fight this morning between uh, two teachers. Um, uh, one of them is uh, married to a basketball coach. The other one's married to another basketball coach. Had to break up a fight between those two girls. Yeah, they're man. They yeah. are always yelling at each yeah. other. Anyway, uh, listener comments. Here we go. Um, how do you feel about Macho possibly making the playoffs and quitting? Because this guy could make the playoffs and he's still going to quit. Do you think I, just, I don't. Do you think he's he going to stick with he it? He shouldn't quit. Do you think he's going to stick with it though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Macho very well. I mean, if he makes the playoffs, you guys are the ones. I mean, some of these people out there share maple syrup with him all the time. <laughs> 
So maybe uh, maybe they have some insight they can help us with. But. I think if he makes the playoffs in the mir- in a miraculous way, if he makes the playoffs, he's sticking it out. And I think he, he, he takes back his resignation. Yeah, I'd like to think that we can give him back his resignation. I think we that he had a really crappy week. Yeah, and just was you know, upset. Just he needs to go have some more says, ma- have some more maple yes. syrup and move on. And he says stuff that he didn't really mean. We've all done that, right? I've, I've said, never said anything I didn't I've mean. said countless times to the commission that I appreciate him, and I've never meant it. <laughs> so anyway, the next one is Nappy's hot water broken. This is kind of a weird question. If you remember, Nappy had admitted at one point in time that while he's in the shower, he'll actually like write out trades on the wall or whatever, like with a Sharpie or like a dry erase marker. I could see that happening. And like doing lineups. It's amazing. I think this, the tail has become a little bit taller than what it yeah. normally has. I don't want to know what he does with uh, I don't a Sharpie. Either. But here's the question that we got from a listener. Is Nappy's hot water broken because something isn't right with his shower planning sessions? Is his Sharpie worn out? What has happened to Nappy the last couple of weeks where he was in second place in the Shula and now he's probably going to miss the playoffs? Um, I have no idea. It, it's been interesting. I have not watched Nappy's games closely, but there was the whole, I keep losing by close games and he's doing well. And then it's just up and down. I Nappy has not got that type of mentality that can handle the up and down like that. I He, he he, I mean, he could he go into a post heart. office or something someday and just go bonkers. Yeah, he uh, he takes these things to heart. And if you're wondering, like, what the scores have been recently, um, it is like his week 10, he won. Week 11, he won. And then week 12 and week 13 in the division, um, he lost. He lost by three points in week 12 and lost by a decent amount of points, 50 points in week 13. But he could get swept out of the division and probably lose the opportunity to be in the playoffs. Uh, let's quickly go for the last one. Is it time to make tiebreaker total points for as opposed to head-to-head? What do you think? I'd be okay with it. I mean, I don't think that helps me probably ever. Um, I'll say it now because we can't change it. But in some ways, the worst scoring team, I mean, there's no way they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But maybe the worst scoring team should just be the punishment, not the uh, worst record. Well, then we'd have to change everything. Yeah, we think. well, we'd have to change that. Yeah. I like the head-to-head because that's how – I beat you head to head. Yeah. Like, that's what it comes down to. Yep. Maybe I didn't have a good week. Maybe you didn't have a good week, but I beat you head to head. You had guys on by. Sorry. But... It doesn't matter. I beat you head to head. Yeah. So I, I like the head to head as being the first tiebreaker. Um, but anyway, roster moves, minor, some minor moves here. Uh, Josh Palmer was picked up by show. Very smart move. Uh, if he gets designated off of IR here soon, um, I think he could do a really good job in um, with the Chargers themselves. Let's go to the matchups quickly. Toilet at Dean. This is a very, very big game for you. Um, and if you win this game, you're out of the punishment. I'm safe. But if you don't and Soldier wins, you're in trouble. What do you I'm, think? I'm going reverse psychology again. I'm oh. picking Toilet. Picking Toilet. Okay. Actually, I think my only hope is for Soldier to lose. I think so, too. I'm picking Toilet on this one as well. For Soldier at uh, Macho, this is going to be interesting. I kind of want this to be a nail-biter. I literally think that Soldier is going to win this matchup. And it's going to come down to points scored, and uh, you're going to be in trouble. Don't all matchups come down to points scored? Oh, no, I'm exactly. saying like for the tiebreaker between. Oh, you. the tiebreaker. Yeah, if yeah. if we if this happens, if toilet wins and soldier wins, I get the punishment. Yeah. I just think it's going to go down to the wire. I really want both of your games. Hopefully, you guys have people playing on Monday night because that's just going to be amazing. I might buy Macho some extra maple syrup. <laughs> yes. to see if he Macho gets, gets he's motivated. He's going to send you a case of syrup. <laughs> get this done. 
Uh, gorilla at dogs. I'm going to pick Gorilla because dogs doesn't really care. By the way, I, I think I don't know if I said it. I picked Macho on that one because I needed to. You got Gorilla. I got Gorilla. Yes. Uh, trash at new guy. I'm picking trash pretty easily here. Same. Nips at Nappy. Um, I like Chaos, and I kind of want that one seed, so I'm going to pick Nappy here. I picked Nappy. Oh, you but did? Not I'm gonna, for the same reason. Oh, yeah, I just okay. picked Nappy. So we're only going to be one different. I mean, here. you got a guy who couldn't get a quarterback last week. Uh, show it, Bean. I'm going to take the Bean, and here's why. The show is running the Dallas Cowboys out against the Eagles. The Eagles are going to be tired, but I think they're going to be motivated. They got embarrassed on national TV. They're not going to get embarrassed again. So I think it's going to be a tight game. Cowboys will score, but not as much as uh, what he has in the past, and he's relied on them. I'm actually going to pick the Bean here, and that will give the Bean the one <clears> seed by Nappy winning against Nips. Just a warning to you about that is the talk is that the Eagles' defense is not doing well. Okay. And they don't know if they can fix it in the short term, and their rumor is they're going to be very reliant on their offense to just try to keep pace with the other offenses. And Dallas, we know, can score. Yep. So I would be like- – could be a high-scoring game. Before we go, I'd like to formally apologize for all the Eagles talk today because we're going to get a lot of comments on that. Really? They don't like that? No. Well, I thought that's what I this was really, half. I didn't really like it. Halfway through, I was I bored. thought half of this was about the Eagles. <laughs> anyway, we wish By all the way, you- yes. something maybe a listener can comment on this. Should an NFL team get two Thursday games back-to-back, mm-hmm. or is that too much of an advantage because they get the full week rest against a team coming off a four-day rest? Oh. Just a thought there. Interesting. So, oh, the Thanksgiving one. I got Yeah, Thanksgiving, saying. then another Thursday right away. So, All right, well, we'll see about that. Uh, good luck in week 14, the final week of the regular season. May all your fantasy players be studs. Mm-hmm.